to another episode of the Ath Geeks podcast. I'm your host, Adrian. You already know what time it is. When it's a solo episode, welcome back to Wee Wednesday, not on a Wednesday. And now with the spring anime finally coming back, man, or coming out, period. Now you already know it's time to get back to our series review. We did it last um, season for the winter anime. Now we're jumping in doing the same thing for the spring anime. First of all, let's let's go ahead and go ahead and um jump into the ones that are repeating, ones that are either like coming back series that are like continuing on and everything. First one I want to jump into is My Hero Academia. The really reason I want to jump into My Hero Academia is because I mean everybody knows what to come with My Hero Academia. Like, I was waiting on the return, but also I wasn't. Like I mentioned before, I re- I'm reading the manga, so I'm not I'm not the biggest fan on how it's going on right now. Like I said before, um, I'm starting to my- move further and further away from the stereotypical shonen anime because they're starting to get repetitive to me. I'm starting to see the same trend like with the East guys and everything. They're starting to get lazy and everything like that. So I'm starting to venture in other other categories. And those other categories, eventually the popular ones, they, re- they get repetitive too. But it's something new to me because I haven't really ventured down those paths yet. So, you know, I'm I'm still going to watch My Hero because, I mean, hey, it's My Hero Academia. It's pow- I mean, it's popular. Uh it said, I mean, I'm like I said, I'm not the biggest fan of how it continues on, but it is it is gonna be the most popular show of this season of anime. And I of course recommend it because um it's my again, it's my hero academia. So I don't really need to say much due to it being what it is. So let's just go ahead and jump into the next one. The next one is the slime diaries. I loved how this one started off with remember. Rimuru um wanting to create a diary of all his encounters since he since he's been reincarnated but as soon as he begins thinking about how he should start the diary and everything he starts having flashbacks of everything that has happened in the original anime and he realizes how long it's gonna take and so they just skip to um Shuna opening the book and saying like all these pages are blank to which he says, I realize how long it will take and then they just start playing the closing credits like Acting like the show is over, I found it to be, you know, cheesy but humorous because it really how, to me, knowing how Rimuru, um, his personality is, that that's really how the events were played. And he's like, yeah, that's going to take too long. I'm I'm good on that. I'm, I'm good. But uh, on another note, like I mentioned before about how this is a different company. This is 8-Bit making this spinoff. So the animation is noticeably different. Honestly, not sure how I feel about the different animation style due to them making the eyes bigger and the faces rounder. You know, so it looks more cartoony and less like the original. It isn't bad by any means, but it's just a noticeable difference from the original. Like I'm really, but I am really enjoying seeing how everybody's life is going down. It's a good, it's funny. It's going to be a good comedic relief anime. It's going to be. You know, I feel like it's going to be popular still. It's going to go through that stuff. It's not going to be action-packed and everything. So, but for the people that actually like the reincarnated as a slime, I definitely recommend it just to see how everything else goes. Um, another one is uh, Megalobox Nomad. Now, this is one I wasn't sure how a follow-up season was even going to happen due to how, like, the original series ended. 
I thought it was like a great ending to the series, a happy ending where the protag ends up on top and it just seemed like Joe got everything he needed. And I thought like a, uh, the thought of another season honestly never crossed my mind once I finished the original. So when I saw it was returning, I was curious. I was like, if I, I, I was honestly curious if it was going to be about Joe trying to repeat as the champion in the trials and tribulations that went along with being a professional boxer. But honestly, I was dead wrong. The first episode showcased an older Joe that seemed to have hit a rough patch in life. And as he left uh, professional boxing and returned to underground boxing like he did in the like where he started off, he seems to be dealing with a lot of mental trauma as he is now like a hardcore pill addict and is constantly shown angry. And he just seems like he's really hurt. And he's frequently seen having a conversation with his former coach who criticizes him and is calling him a sinner or something like that. It's like constructive criticism, but because he says it with a smile and it looks like he's genuinely trying to help Joe, but Joe doesn't want the help. Joe usually reacts negatively to this, whether it be the lash out and yelling or he throwing like beer bottles or things like that at him. He seems to be trying to punish himself for something that happened in the past, which we don't know what happened yet, which is why uh, he like changed his name and is boxing underground again. He hasn't been recognized and continues to kick like get kicked out of underground fights due to being too good. Cause I mean, the dude was a champion. He <laughs> he was the first like champion of Megalobox. And so he 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 was a former pro. And so he was a legit champion. So he keeps, of course, he's going to get kicked out because he's beating people and it's causing them to lose money and everything because they're trying to they're trying to fix the fights. They're trying to make money off the underground fights for bets and stuff. So he keeps getting kicked out. So he continues to travel from underground arena to underground arena fighting until he steps in the ring with a former pro, like a pro fighter who recognizes him. And that kind of throws Joe off. And you can see it in the animation that he kind of gets irritated by that. The former pro seems to have a leg up on Joe when suddenly, like, he just takes a fall. He takes a fall, and that really pisses Joe off because Joe's big on, like, like legit fighting and everything. And he's like, you're a former pro. Like, how how can you just throw a fight like that and just look the other way? Like, it's not a problem and everything. And so, like, so he get, he gets really upset. So Joe pulls up on the former pro, like, after the fight. And when the pro just knocks him down and lets him know that if he, he says, he tells Joe, like, if he probably wasn't stuck on them pills, he probably, like, the former pro would have been the one on the ground right now, not Joe. But so Joe eventually just begins to travel again. And his former coach continues to follow him. Joe doesn't understand why his coach continues to follow him when he keeps telling him to stop and to go away and everything. And I actually like the fact that even though Joe is obviously struggling with something, that his former coach is still there. He has somebody in his corner so that he isn't totally alone in this journey. Even though he tries to make himself feel alone, he's not totally alone. And all in all, this is an interesting one that I highly recommend due to the fact that um, – I want to I, I want to see how this goes. I find it's I find I figure it's going to be interesting to see how Joe's journey continues, especially after seeing how the original series um goes in. So, I mean, that was a lot. That was a lot. But uh, well, let's just uh, uh I was going to take a short break here, but we're barely into the show. So there's really no even need to take a break right here. Usually I would. So we're just going to press on and go into the newer anime i need to go ahead and jump into the newer anime that are coming out that are like originals and everything and it seems like 
it seems like there would be a good amount of animes showing off in the um the tail end of the week because I think I started I I made this I started recording this Wednesday night and a lot of animes haven't dropped yet. They still have like where they'd be like two days, three days, whatever. Like they haven't officially dropped yet, so I can't review them. But we have plenty of time because we have plenty of weeks in this season to where we can go back onto. But there was a couple that I did get a chance to watch. Um, the first one was Combatants Will Be Dispatched. I tell you guys, this one was going to be a unique one from the beginning. Like it was going to be a unique kind of isekai style without actually being in the isekai because this one will provide like this one will provide comedic relief. And showcase a good amount of fan service, which with the um, predominantly female cast, this one won't really be near any of the other shows we discussed so far. Like the the ones we've discussed previously, I feel like they're gonna be they're gonna do much better and be much more popular than this one. However, I still think this one will be. I mean, it'll be okay. It'll, I like. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like it's still going to be a solid show. It's not going to be the most popular, but it's not going to be nowhere near the bottom. It's going to be kind of an average. It's just going to be an average show and everything. Um, if you're looking for something to pass the time and provide a unique style of humor, like there's going to be some sexual humor, some things like the you usually wouldn't say anything. I, I can't even remember what he named. It was like um, something dick. He named he he named the password because he wanted the princess and the king and everybody to be embarrassed when they said it, and so it's a unique style of humor. Um, I probably will continue this one for a couple episodes just to see how it's going, and um, probably if it keeps going like solidly, I'll probably watch it to the end because I just like watching anime. Period. If it's above average show, I'm more than likely gonna watch it just to watch it. However, I wouldn't recommend it to a newer anime watchers due to the fact that I don't believe you'll find it as interesting due to the more aggressive style of the show and the more aggressive humor. So I don't want to like steer an new anime watchers to watch it because I feel like if they try to go watch that after watching another show like My Hero or something, they're like, oh yeah, I like anime. I'm trying to get an anime. And then they jump to this. I feel like this would deter them away from trying newer anime because of how this show is. However, like I don't have too much to say past that because I mean it's new and like like we haven't seen much, but that's just my takeaways from the first episode. Um, another series that tries to use fan service, be it a bit annoyingly, is after being rejected, I shaved and took away took in a high school runaway. Now. I know I keep mentioning about the fan service, but that's because I like to give a fair warning to the viewers so that they aren't caught off guard. Because I used to get really annoyed by the forceful like nature of the fan service aspect, but as I've gotten older and aged and like gotten more aged into the anime, um, like style, like I've watched more anime and everything as I gotten older. Like I've I've been able to ignore most of it or like not get caught off guard and not and just really just still watch the show. I know why they added because obviously sex sells. Sex sells and a good amount of people will watch it off that aspect alone. But anyways, I enjoyed this show more than I thought I would, honestly. Oh, man, this show was actually really solid. If you can get past all the 
unnecessary fan service and all like there's some cheesy parts but this this show is actually solid with the when when you get deep into it like after the first episode i immediately was like dang i need to read the manga like i still had like i i was sitting there i was like okay i'm gonna watch this anime then I'm gonna watch a couple other animes, and this is why I didn't review as many animes, honestly, right here because I read this manga. Because I was like, "Yeah, that's gonna have to wait. They're, those other episodes can get pushed back to another um, what's it called week." That's really why this episode is gonna be shorter with the anime. We Wednesday night on a Wednesday because I got I got caught up in it, and I started reading the manga, and I'm caught all the way up in the manga, and um, I have not been disappointed so far. This story focuses on many aspects, whether it be the runaway girl trying to find her worth, or the main protagonist beginning to see another way of life. Honestly, I don't want to spoil anything, so I'm not going to go into a lot of the other things. I'm just going to focus on things that they've shown in anime, so in the first episode, basically, or things that I don't really think will, like, it's going to ruin anything for you. So, cause, but this, but that teenage girl, her, her story's heartbreaking. Her story is honestly, truly heartbreaking. Like, it hurt. It hurt um, watching this. I'm not even gonna lie. I can't even act like it didn't hurt. So, uh, yeah, she runs away from home. So normally you think the show would go through the style of her runaway, getting rescued by this guy, and then her just living a normal life, being like, everything's okay, right? Nah, but it's darker. It's so much darker than that. When you find out how she's been surviving so far, she left home like six months prior to meeting our protagonist. Six months. That means this little girl was trying to survive by herself for six months on the streets. And the way she was surviving, the way she was just... It's like, it's like it brings a bit of realism because... I know a lot of animes usually steer clear that like they show certain things, but they try to steer clear of like the darker aspects. And when you start thinking about somebody that will run away and how they would survive and how they would do something, especially a young girl like that. I mean, there's not many options she has, honestly. It's not, it's not many options she has. So, um, so when he takes her in, she and like I tell you, she offers her body and everything. Like I said that in the original, when they were getting the like the preview episode, she offers her body to him as like as payment. She's like, you can you can sleep with me if you let me stay with you. And he's like, no, I don't need a little teenage girl. I don't need to sleep with some teenage girl to feel good. About it. Like I'm a grown man. I don't need to sleep with a teenage girl. Blah blah blah. Like no. And then, so she like begins. She was like questioning and she's like okay he might just be saying that blah 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 and then she keeps trying to offer her body like over and over until he's like no like stop trying to offer your body to me if you keep doing this i'm gonna honestly kick you out i don't want a teenage girl's body i don't need to sleep with a little teenage girl and he was just honest like that's i don't want i don't want to sleep with a i don't want to sleep with a teenage girl you don't have to sleep with me to stay here that's messed up and everything and so she started like she honestly starts like question she's confused she thinks she's weird and everything and she starts breaking down she was like she starts telling part of her story not all of it how she's been home hopping with countless men and i'm talking about countless men six months worth of men and how the first dude said that basically the only way he could she could stay with him is if she offered her body and she was hesitant as you know as she should be she was hesitant she didn't want to but she was like I have no other choice. I have no food. I have no water. I have no place to stay. 
And if this guy is going to offer me all this just for me to sleep with him, then I, I kind of have to, she, she, it, it, it was really, it's really tough because she was like, I had to. And so she does it. And after a while, she, the dude kicks her out and then she moves on to the next home. She does that with another guy. She's hesitant again. And eventually it just becomes routine and she just gets used to it. She's starting to become, she thought she was becoming numb to it because she would just lie and act like she enjoyed it and everything like that. When in fact, she really didn't like she, she really was hurt by it. Cause I've obviously you would be traumatized by something like that happening. So she, she wasn't, she wasn't happy about that. She wasn't feeling good about it. So she, like when she was talking about that, she, it was tough. It was tough for me to hear that. That's kind of why I wanted to read it. I wanted to get more into her story. And when I started to think about how she said that they only let her crash a few days until they were tired of her and then they kick her out, my heart actually broke. Cause imagine this, a teenage girl, she's not even of legal aid, a teenage girl being taken advantage of by multiple grown ass men. When you think about that and you think of it numbers wise, it's easily over 50 men because she said they only let her crash for like a couple days max, a few days max. So she survived for six months just letting this happen over and over and over. And that's that's terrifying. That's that's terrifying to think of it. And I was honestly sick to my stomach when I thought about that. And the teenage girl constantly has flashbacks over some of the times and she tells the protag that he's kind of weird for not wanting to take advantage of her and he's weird for treating her like she has worth and she's normal and he's like no i'm not i'm not i'm not weird i'm not super nice for doing this he's like those other guys were just garbage which um, honestly they were because they're just garbage he's trying to and so he's slowly trying to change her mentality and build up her self-confidence and her self-worth because it's honestly torn down and every time it seems like they're trending upwards she has a relapse or a setback or something happens and they they he has to work on rebuilding her back up and honestly i believe if they made this a psychological anime it would be so much better but they're focusing on the romance and harem style that just like I just, I just wish they were focusing on the tragedy side because in the romance and harem, because the, the main character, he got rejected by this girl. And so he's still chasing his love life with this girl. Um, there's another girl that they show that he, that he's the supervisor of or whatever, like he's training her and she's, uh, and she's in love with him and everything she's attracted to him so she's pursuing him so you have the so he's kind of like a love triangle type thing and they try to focus a lot on the romance side and then just add sprinkle in the tragedy stuff but the tragedy stuff sticks it's it's too it's too tough just to just sprinkle it in and just ignore it and everything so i i just wish they would have this i feel like this would have been such a it's still gonna be like a solid anime i probably it's probably gonna be like around like a seven to eight probably a seven to eight but honestly if they focus on the tragedy this thing could be a nine or a ten in my book like almost damn near a ten because it's that's how that's how strong that tragedy was and if you like when i was reading the manga 
it was it was really it was really tough it was really really tough um but yeah that was a that was a lot that was a lot uh i kind of want to take a break but there's not much left to really speak on uh let me just let me just move on and i could so because i could really honestly speak on that one for hours and hours so let's instead of taking a break we're just gonna talk about one last anime like i said i'm just gonna keep this episode short we're gonna talk about one last episode one last anime um full dive this ultimate next gen full dive rpg is even shittier than uh real life so that's 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 the one we're gonna that's the last one we're gonna talk on. The main character is trying to buy another game, basically, but is tricked by the store clerk who seems to be there for the fan service into getting a realistic game, which we spoke about last episode. The world looks amazing, like a cool fantasy game, until the main character bumps into something and feels pain. He's like he's looking around, notices the qualities and the graphics, like the amazing graphics, and makes it look like it's actually realistic. Like he honestly has to double check to make sure he's in the game. The realistic game has you like like actually utilize all your senses and everything, which makes it unique from the other games. Cause other games don't do things like that. And the other games, they're focused on the fantasy aspect. You can do whatever. Cause you know, games are supposed to be an escape. So you're not going to be exactly how you are in real life. You want another aspect. And I'd be lying if I said, I highly recommend this one. Honestly, after watching that first episode, I'm not even sure I'll make it past three episodes. It was kind of, it was a bit weird because the main character thought he was in the game. He was like, boom. Well, he well, he was in the game. He thought it was going to be like the stereotypical fantasy game. And so he wanted to go out and try to slay some goblins or something. But his friends, his the NPCs in there that are supposed to be his friends are like, no, you can't do that, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, oh, this must be like a, this must be like a ex- event where he tries to stop me. And I'm like, no. And then the dude like punches him in the face. Like, no, you're not going. And he's like, he actually feels pain. He's like, what the heck? Why am I feeling pain? Why do I not have like cool stats? Why am I so weak? Why is it just like real life? And he accidentally, he he, he rages and like attacks the dude. And he accidentally kills him and then kills one of the NPCs. And then so the other NPCs like going crazy. Like, why would you do it? Cause like it has a lot of realism. So it feels like she, he actually killed somebody important. So he like freaks out. He's like runs off. He's like, dang, I actually killed somebody. All the other stuff. He meets the store clerk in the game, and she's like, "Oh yeah, did you finish the what? Like, did you finish and go like pick apples with your friends like you were supposed to?" He was like, "No, I killed them." And he's like, I, he was trying to get to the goblins because he was trying to treat it like a normal fantasy game. But it seems like it's gonna have a lot of realism. But honestly, I don't know how I feel about this one. I'm. Like I said, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna give it at least three episodes, but I can't promise I'm gonna make it past there to fairly review it. But anyway, that's it for this short episode of the Ask Geeks podcast. Unfortunately, we couldn't cover more anime I wanted to speak on, but we have the whole season to speak on that because, like I said, a lot of them haven't came out by the time I'm recording this video. But anyways, as we always say here on the Ask Geeks podcast, always, always, always remember to respect women, but most importantly, remember to respect yourself. And we are-